Welcome to the CoLab, the only podcast for business owners who are committed to grow through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Get ready to put your heads together to boost your business to the next level with your hosts, the ultimate team players, Megan Marsh and Andre Munar. I am so excited to introduce to any everyone and obsessed with success and a passion for helping others, someone who is very important to Andre and I. He was part of our growth, success, coming together. He's an author who wrote The Millionaire Loan Officer and Agent Mastermind, Scott Hudspeth. Currently, Scott is the founder of agentmastermind.com, which is the largest online training for agents in the country. It was created to help loan officers and realtors get access to the most up-to-date training offered. Agent Mastermind covers topics like scripting to running successful Facebook ad campaigns, and it's for real estate agents and loan officers. Scott's career began as a loan officer in 2003. He quickly soared up to a top producer, closing up to 10 loans a month by his fourth month in the business, which is very hard. And within just two years in this profession, Scott was at the top of his game, closing $25 million in closed loans annually. And he was helping clients reach their potential, unlock the opportunities of a lifetime. So through his work, Scott has built a company from $170 million in 2013 to over $1 billion in closed volume in 2016 by having an amazing team and being relentless about picking up the phone. He now mentors loan officers and real estate agents across the country, helping them to go from having a job to having a real estate business. And that really means something. So despite his personal success, Scott remains dedicated to one philosophy. He says, helping people to realize they are worthy of so much more, staying focused on what really matters and helping them to achieve their short and long-term goals, dreams, and desires is the only reward needed in life. I love that. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Megan. I mean, I, I've listened to all of your teachings, Andre and I. I mean, it, you're, what you put together, what you built, was what helped us build what we did. Excellent. 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 Well, I'm proud of you guys for taking action. <laughs> Thank you. We try. Right. We always start the show always, off right? with a with a fun question before we get into some right. questions that we wanted to ask you because I'm sure everyone listens. It's our special question. We got a special question for you. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Spe our special question. So we picked a, a good one for you to try to throw you off because I'm sure it's hard to throw Scotty Hudspeth off. All, All right. right. So your question, question is, what is your favorite sound? And why? Sound oh, or noise? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's the cash <laughs> register. So what does it sound ching. like? <laughs> does your so easy. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. I wish that every time, like, well, and so I got two of them, actually. So well, I don't know how I received this, but back in the day, I somehow in the mail received mm -hmm. one of those Yahoo buttons where if you hit it, it says Yahoo. And so every time that I get an approval of a borrower or 
I would I would get on the intercom of the company's intercom system of the phone system and I would play that. And so it kind of came to the office. Yeah. So but uh, I said, man, I wish I could have it so that every time someone applied online on my application, that it would go ching, ching. So it'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Those are definitely some good noises. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sir. So, Scotty, people are, uh, you know, they're looking for experiences. They're reading reviews online these days. They want to be guided, um, assisted. People don't want to be sold to these days. They want to be educated. Um, they want to know who you are and, you know, essentially what, what can you do for them? Um, you've done an excellent job at building a brand. Everybody in the industry knows who you are. You've built a name for yourself in the industry and the mortgage and real estate. And it has nothing to do with mortgages. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this and your journey creating a brand for Scotty Hudspeth uh, up to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to talk about that. So one of the things that I've, I don't know how I fell into this, but I, re- I read the book, um, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life Now by Joel Osteen. And he said, give unconditionally to other people and it'll come back to me threefold and it's actually come back to me tenfold. So what I do is I go into something going, how can I help somebody else without, with zero expectation of anything in return from, for myself and then determine whether they're a true business partner that could be a business partner with me and do I like working with them and do I want to work with them? Uh, but first I go into it going, how do I help them with something in their lives or their business that can help them have more growth, freedom, and coolness in their daily lives. And so that's what uh, started Agent Mastermind. It was it was like, how do I help give loan officers something to talk about besides themselves that actually helps somebody else, which in this case is agents, to have more growth, freedom, and coolness, you know, get more buyer side transactions, get more sellers, convert that traffic and um, set up a follow-up plan and then ask for the business in a really cool way that has referrals coming in. And in, in doing that, that's how I built my brand. I just made it about other people first, but I, but I made it about two different people, like the loan officers and local agents. There's such a, there's such a wall there, you know, like realtors give referrals, you know, mortgage professionals get referrals. So I'm like, okay, maybe I could just help both to get referrals and then, together collaboratively work together in, in, in unison when it comes to helping the client like realize who the client is and then helping the buyer or the seller to have an amazing experience. And then with that experience, there's more referrals coming in. So it just, it, it's just amazing how it worked out that way that I made it about training tool system strategies up to date, you know, every, you know, social media, everything that's up to date. Uh, and it's been seven years now. Can you believe that? Seven years every single Tuesday for seven years. I've been, I've been putting on the training for loan officers and real estate agents. So it's, it's been a really cool that, thing. Met, a, met some amazing that people. Is, that is really cool. And it, like I said, it's how we got started in the business and to see what you've done with it. Now, do you still do mortgages? Uh, and for anyone who's listening who maybe isn't in the real estate mortgage industry and is listening so what you just, what, you started doing this on Tuesdays and it just grew into this really big thing now. Yeah, it's funny. I started on Mondays and there's so many holidays on Mondays and I'm like, all right, I don't want to miss it. So I'm going to go to Tuesdays. So when I first started, it was Mondays, but now it's Tuesday. So yeah, it's, um, I started doing it and you know, the first year was probably the toughest and that was probably my biggest lesson. So my first year, there was really very little traction in what I was trying to do. But what I didn't realize and what I didn't know at the time, not knowing what I know now is 
Mm. There, it was an amazing market at the time, and the typical loan officer didn't need or necessarily want more realtor relationships because they had so much business coming in from low rate and all the things that mm, like, allow you right. to make money without doing the hard things, which is building a new relationship with somebody that could be a referral partner. So after that first year, and this is this is back in, I don't know, I don't know when it was, but but when the rates went up, I literally like. It was 2008, and I, so I, it's got. Has it been that long? So, yeah, because it was when I had my first child. I remember the day. Yeah. So, 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 so what happened was I consistently, persistently, and this leads into why this worked out is most people start something when it comes to branding or they when it comes to social media, and they're like, okay, I'm not seeing any results. I'm not getting any feedback. There's no instant gratification. So I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to try something else. And I'm going to keep trying something else until I get to where something works. And the problem is nothing ever works unless you persistently, consistently do it, where it has to do with building your brand consistently, persistently. So in saying that, after a year of time, I went from like 130 like people using Agent Mastermind, I, like in one day I, I added 80 members. And I'm like, holy crap, what happened? What happened? And I realized that when people are, are not working, like focused on going from having a job in survival mode to, to building a business, they're just always living in survival mode, which creates those up and down roller coasters, good month, bad month, good month, bad month, because they're going with whatever it is that is easiest instead of the hardest, which is building a true business, building solid relationships and keeping those relationships and appreciating those relationships. So it just turned into a need of, I need something to build related relationships and Agent Mastermind was just there to fill that void. Huh, that is really cool. Pretty cool. And, and you're right, because rates went up an entire percentage mm-hmm. point in one day. Mm-hmm. And you're probably right, it changed a lot yeah. of people's business. Oh, overnight, people went out of business and they were struggling to go, all right, I haven't done anything to build or solidify or keep, or keep uh, you know, re- relationships that will give me referrals on as far as the purchase business goes. I mean, I mean, you guys know we had seven years of amazing growth, like amazing business. People were making boatloads of money with no resistance. Like the, the average client wouldn't call you and fight about 3.25 or three and a half. They're like, there's no fighting, right? Like whatever it is, it's good enough. And so I'm not going to stop you because that's holy crap, that's good enough. Well, as soon as it went to four, it's like, ooh, maybe I should check this out. You know, maybe I should shop. And so the people that haven't perfected their craft or practiced their craft or built a deep enough relationship or created a referable experience were losing customers left and right because they didn't have a deep relationship with their clients. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's definitely a, a, a hurdle and a challenge that a lot of people faced when that happened because then you go okay, what do I do now? I'm, I'm basically losing my face and I'm losing my business. Right. So Scott, what, uh, what hurdles have you personally faced and how have you overcome those? Yeah, so, so the biggest hurdle was, um, and I, it was just in a book called, um, uh, let me grab it real quick. It's a book called The Art of the Comeback. So I've had many failures and a big one. I've had a big failure. And so I was asked to be in a book and it's called The Art of the Comeback. I actually... Back in the day, um, um, had a business that failed miserably. I got involved with law, law enforcement, got involved in a pyramid scheme. Um, and so I could have said, you know what, I'm done. I'm, and this was 20 years ago. Just so you know, <laughs> it was 20 years ago. So um, I could have just said, you know what, I'm done. Well, 
I'm I'm thankful for that time because I think what it showed me is there's no get rich quick quick team. You have to you have to be very 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 focused. You have to surround yourself with a, a small village to grow, and and you have to have people hold you accountable to the one thing that if you do that one thing you will have more success. And as you grow, that one thing changes, and you need to be able to let go of the things you like. Most people think I have to do everything, and if I don't do it, it'll it, it'll never get done right. You have to have that men, that mentality, and you have to have to think different. So you have to trust people, and you have to be able to trust the people that are taking care of the things you know will get taken care of while you stay focused you, on your you one You and I have talked before because you know we all go through those difficult times and those big hurdles, Absolutely. and you know Andre and I have been through one recently yep. and so it's it's like refocusing and because and it all comes down i think for a lot of people there is no get rich quick and and we felt like we were chasing money a little bit and made a poor decision no, no. yes yes and that's where i think people get in trouble is they chase money uh and i've been teaching my kids to ch chase their passion and the money will follow you can get rich in anything if you are the one in that that field or that niche uh, if you literally focus, eat, live and breathe, whatever that is and make it exciting for other people and create an experience that's exciting for people to either buy your product, be a part of your lives or something like that. It's, it's just, for me, knowing what I know now, it's so easy, but you right. have to and stay so focused. If, if people that are listening, if they are passionate about, let's say they don't want to step outside of whatever their services, like they love doing mortgages, they love selling real estate or, you know, selling insurance, yeah. you know, yeah. How does someone like that who maybe hasn't focused on building a brand, you know, ha having marketing as part of their business plan, you know, what does that mean to them, for example? Like, are there some examples that you can give them, like, is a great place to start in that area? Yeah, so I, I, I have a perfect example, and this just happened recently to me. So one of my one-on-one -on -one private clients, I said, um, hey, man, you're doing great. He's doing the phone calls. He's getting the hellos per day. And I said, let's introduce video into your marketing. Okay. Right? I love video too. So I said, okay, what is it do you want? What do I do the videos on? And that's always the challenge for people. So I said, well, you have an agent mastermind invite every single week that you could literally put out there for your real estate bonus. I said, so just do a video, read a piece of paper and say, hey guys, super excited. This is our class this week. Hope you can make it click the link below and start putting video out there. So within one month, our, our, our fourth call, of doing the video, he says, God, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? A realtor that I met with face-to-face, -face, all he wanted to talk about was video marketing because he had seen a couple of my videos. He loved it. He literally looked at me like I was a celebrity. And so not only is it put me out there in another sphere, but it's it, it makes the phone calls easier because now people are seeing me, they're hearing me. And so going way back to when I first met Carl back in 2005, um, he, you know, he won the, 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 the award for marketer of the year for doing video tip of the week. And I did video marketing every single week for 12 months with zero results. It goes back to persistent, consistent, just stay with it. And I, you know, I'd call Carl and go, Carl, like I'm getting nothing. Nothing's working. He goes, just keep doing it, man. Just keep doing it. And again, that's when the market dropped. That's seven, oh, seven, oh, eight. I get a call from a roofer and they're like, Hey, could you come into this video marketing? I'm like, Sure, but how'd you get my name? He goes, I've been getting your videos forever. So it's just, so um, where do you start? You st when do you start? You start today. How do you start? You literally start putting yourself out there 
Um, social media is a mirror. And what I mean by that is it just allows people to be who they are in a social platform. And so just be yourself. Put something out there that like brings some way a way of sunshine for somebody on a weekly basis. But like make it fun. There's a million phone apps. There's a million different things you can do videos on that don't don't have to do with business. It's not about talking about candlesticks and what the market's doing and what the housing market's doing, if it's a buyer's market. It's not about that. It's about reminding people of who you are and what you do for a living. That's all that matters. And then communicating with them in a way that has them going, man, I want to work with this guy. I have to work with this guy and I have to refer my friends, family, and workers to him because he's so awesome and he creates a referral experience. Right. And I, I loved what you said, Andre, and I talk about this a lot and I don't even remember now where it became so important to us. Maybe it was, you know, when we started with you guys, but you know, our podcast is, is serving success because for us, it's about serving people and their needs, not our needs. And, you know, we talked a little bit about like different posts we've made and videos we've made and the ones that have done the best has nothing to do with us, like you said, and it has to do with them. Like, you know, here's the top 50 write-offs that you can have as a real estate agent. I think we got a hundred emails from that, right? Because it's what they want. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. You were, you were saying that, you know, Facebook is really a mirror of yeah. who you are. It's so true. People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And if you can post that stuff on social media, they feel just a little more compelled to know, you know, get a little insight on your life and they feel like you're a real person. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and not only social media, I think is, is uh, the problem with social media is it's free. So no one has skin in the game. So they don't see it as, okay, anything of value. Why? Like, they just don't know how to use it. So they don't spend time using it. I mean, this is how I built Agent Mastermind, and this is going to crack you guys up. So I said, all right, I would literally do a class on, let's just take Hootsuite, okay? Hootsuite is a platform that allows you to post to all your social media sites all at one time with one message. So I said, so I said I'm going to do a class on Hootsuite a week before I was going to do it. I said, here's because I had to put the invites out, and I didn't have a Hootsuite account, okay? So I would go on YouTube, and I would Google how to use Hootsuite as a real estate agent. Click go. Search. And guess who was showing me how to use Hootsuite? A seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old. It's not like a 10-year-old, right? Like some kid was going, okay, this is how you use Hootsuite. Here's 10 things you need to know. Here's 10 things to do. Here's how you'll come up. Here's, I'm like, okay. And I started building a PowerPoint from somebody showing me how to use Hootsuite. And I did that every single week all year because I didn't have all these systems. I didn't know all the systems that are, you know were out there and available. And so I would just hear somebody talking about them. I'm like, all right, that sounds interesting. Boom, learn it teach it. And so the best way to learn something is to teach it. So if you don't know how to use social media to build your brand or start your brand or amplify your brand, do a class on it. And guess what? You have to learn how to do it to teach somebody else to do it. So that's why I think I'm so thankful for mastermind. I had to self-teach myself or I was self-taught by like having to teach myself how and, to do it. Because I had to agent teach mastermind that you've been sharing about where you do teach all these things still has such a huge following. I mean, you have a Facebook group now that the agents can go into and there's how many people in that face group, Facebook group now? Yeah, oh. it's like 19,600 at the time, like, you know, 20,000. Yeah, pretty exciting. And we, 
We only let agents in, so you got to have it. You have something. You know, it's funny that people try to get in that are actually agents that don't have anything in their profile that says they're an agent. It's just so for starters, make sure that people know who you are when they go to your profile or see you, you know, see you somewhere. Make sure that they don't have any question what you do for a living, and that they can very easily get a hold of you by calling you, emailing you, and all the stuff is there to be able to get a hold of you. Yeah, and a lot of people are using even like we were talking through Messenger. So, right, right. Know, all the different communication well, methods now have have been changing. It's yeah, it's between texting and instant messenger on Facebook. It's almost the only two forms of communication. Of course, the phone call. But I think that's the sad part that this world has created is it's allowed us, like our that. kids, millennials, to communicate in a different way that isn't face to face or over a phone. And so people try to hide behind that. They try to grow a business hiding behind what they really should be doing when they should be picking up a phone and making a phone call. Or I mean, at our, at our company, we, we can't send more than three. If there's a, more than three emails going back and forth, we have to pick up a phone and have a conversation. Um, we don't want it yet. We don't get lost in like, okay, this hide behind an email or hide behind an instant message or hide behind a text and be someone that we're not, or have a, try to have a conversation with somebody. It, it, like it's just, it's just so awkward. And so, that's the be- that's again, that's a pro and a con. The pro is people like you and me, Megan, and, and you guys is I know the difference. And so I know I don't have a problem picking up the phone where I so I'll beat out anybody that's trying to win it or grow a business through text or instant message. You know what I mean? Because people still want to have interaction and communication and they want to hear your voice and they want to see you, and that's where video comes in. You know, I learned something not too long ago. And the thing, same thing about video, the same thing about speaking is we grew up our whole lives as kids saying, don't talk to strangers. And this was really, really, this like, like blew me away. So they say, you know, your parents say, don't talk to strangers. So here we are trying to get up on stage and talk to a bunch of strangers or get on video and talk to a bunch of strangers on social media. And our whole DNA subconscious is going, what are you doing? You're, you're not supposed to do that. So it goes back to childhood and what we're, how we grow up and what we're told not to do and how it relates to our marketing. Isn't that crazy? It is. And Andre and I actually had this conversation the other day about this, how so many people aren't coming into the offices for applications, but for we, we had talked about how everything's digitalized because people are online. They don't want to talk to someone at first, but then once they get into the process, they do want to talk to someone and that's where video can introduce you before they're ready to speak. Yeah. You can actually do zoom. Like I do, I literally live on zoom. Is so 99% of the time I'm having a conversation, I'm looking at somebody while I'm having a conversation, which is close. I don't, you know, you don't get the same like energy back and forth, but it's pretty dang close. And so I just, 99% of the time when I'm having a conversation with, with somebody that I don't know or do know, I, I make them get on Zoom so I can see them, so I can see their body language. Scott, and really I think important. you make a great point about, you know, being able to pick up the phone and, especially here as we're talking to the people listening who are, you know, entrepreneurs and leaders, communication is really an art. And if you're going to be a leader, if you're going to be somebody who's going to manage people or an entrepreneur who has a business, it's so important to be able to pick up the phone. Technology has is just an, an added asset. Um, and I think that's those who are successful are really able to just pick up the phone without a fear. You know, especially build relationships over the phone because the art of, you know, just texting or emailing. Yeah, that's great if you're quick at it. But 
to be able to develop a true relationship, I think you have to be able to pick up the phone, have those conversations with people, and, and you're, you become a little more real at that point versus just somebody who's behind a phone or an email. Absolutely. One perfect example is when I was talking to one of my one-on-one clients, and I said, how many people in your database? And they said, 300. I said, okay, divide 300 by 20, which is five days a week, four weeks, right? It's 15 people a day gets you through 300 people in one month. Think about that. Where they avoid it like the plague, picking up that phone. They're like, oh, well, uh, can I text them? Can I email them? Can I answer? You can, but you, you can't ask for business in a cool way or have a nice conversation where you show appreciation for that client and then ask for business from their friends, family, and coworkers by doing it any other way than having a phone call. And I, it, just, it's, it's, it boggles my mind that people will do anything and everything to avoid the one thing that will make them hundreds, if not millions of dollars in their lifetime, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars by just picking up a phone and having a conversation where nothing Because bad I happens. think that they, it, like, they, because they're thinking about what they want, right? Like they want more business. Whereas if they start turning their focus sure. to, you know, and we see that with salespeople and they're, we're teaching them to call, right? Call agents, like, because they're thinking, I want to grow my business. But if instead you go into every situation with how can I, what can I give this person? How can I help them? Who doesn't want help with something that they're not good at or that they need? Well, it's fear of rejection, fear of failure. They tell me, no, I'm going to feel bad. Maybe they're going to hang up on me. Maybe they're not going to remember me. There's so many millions of reasons why they don't do it. But it's like, you just got to get over it and go, man, if I don't, like, what does it cost me not to do it? So say you get, tw- I mean, here's the thing I always preach is like, every no has a value. And they're like, what do you mean? And I go, well, if you don't get a no, you physically can't get a yes, right? So maybe it takes 20 no's to get a yes. And on the 21st, like you get a yes. So, and you make $2,000, you go, all right, 2,000 divided by 20 is $100. So every no is worth a hundred bucks. So you just go, how many notes do you need to achieve your goals, dreams, desires? It's it's like break it down into a dollar amount. Or if you care about money, you really want to put more money in your bank account. You, you just got to go for the no. Right, and I agree. And so, and and for you, I mean, we've been talking about the teachings that you're still doing. What about you have the two, you have two books, correct? That you've written. I do. I do. Millionaire Loan Officer was a great book. It's a true story. There's two true stories in there. I blended them together. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it for those that haven't read it. And then agent mastermind is 17 strategies that, uh, to explode your real estate business for real estate agents. And I, and I wrote that, um, so that not only realtors would benefit from it, but loan officers are, I've pulled over 5,000 copies and just because loan officers are buying it and giving it to the real estate agents. Scotty, so, where, where can they find these books? Uh, they're, they're both on Amazon. So if you go to Amazon and Google, uh, actually if you go to mllbook.com, that's my millionaire loan officer book, mllbook.com and then agent mastermind. I just left on, on Amazon where I left it really cheap so you could order as many as you wanted if you wanted as a loan officer. So just Google agent mastermind then- there and you'll see it. For anyone who's listening is like, all right, I'm ready to step out of my comfort zone, start really, you know, serving people, trying to think about what if it's their customers or their business partners with what they want. Uh, Because today we've been talking about brand, right? Is there any misconceptions or things like we talked about some actions they definitely could take with video, but brand, right? That's who you are, right? So they need, what are some things that are misconceptions maybe about around brand and marketing? 
Well, so one that I'll say with you that you're gonna that'll blow your mind is you don't like if if I was to come in like for you, Megan, and and I, I promise you, if I was to, to delete your Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram, you would still be successful. You don't need them. You don't need social media. Um, it's it, it, you need a phone. You need to connect, engage, interact with people on a personal level. You need to create a referable experience. The only way to do that is to be like to we as a world have accepted mediocrity as the norm, right? And so it's not hard for somebody to create a referral brand. For example, just saying hello with being happy and actually listening to people with their goals, dreams, and desires. Be a consultant. So consult with them. Find out what their goals, dreams, desires, needs, and wants are and help make them a reality. And then be a negotiator. Negotiate with them. Like you know and we, we all know that through our transactions as a mortgage or real estate professional there's no less than 30 people that touch the transaction um so the only way to properly negotiate for your client is to know their goals being desired needs and wants uh so you can negotiate and do that wall that, that you know stands in front of them having to answer all these stupid questions that come at it from the 30 different people and the 100 things that can go wrong right. and then the biggest one you can't even do without being a consultant or negotiator is managing people's fears and expectations and setting the proper expectations from the beginning of the equation and letting people know here's how it's going to go and making them feel comfortable and then managing their fears along the way. And so when you do those three things and then you just be yourself on social media, no alcohol, no religion because you're going to piss off or first impression is terrible if you know if you come in and you're just holding a beer all the time. And then religion, you're going to literally lose 50% of your database. It's just just how it works. So don't don't be be legit when it comes. Don't don't do religion and politics no, ever. Um, and just give give like you know. Here's here's one thing. When, when you're on social media, make it about other people. Don't make it about yourself. For example, when I see someone post clue close two deals today, that's so self fulfilling for the person that closed them. But you could turn that into a, a huge. Hey, I was so excited. I was able to help two families get into a new home. So thrilling to be able to do something like that. In, in my career where I get to be a part of somebody's memories when it comes to living and eating and breathing in a new home. Yeah, you're honoring them. And so it's certain little ways to tweak things to make it about other people that make you look like, oh my God, this guy. For example, helping a veteran is the most exciting thing, right? They they go fight for our freedom and fight for a house. Like, and for you to be able to help a veteran and right. say it out there, I was able to help somebody that, that fought for our country get into a new home. It's so exciting. My job is awesome. So you can say my time. Yeah, you're honoring them. Yeah. So it's just it's just different ways to put yourself out there. Now I think that you should be who you are. A lot of people hide behind who they're not. So you can't be an actor. I think you need to be real. Um, put things out there. There's certain things you should do and shouldn't do. But like, be who you are. Don't be somebody fake. Because then you got to remember who you were when you put it out there. And somebody brings up something you know nothing about, then you have to kind of look weird talking about it. So just that. Uh, Honest, transparent, natural, moral, and then uh, it's all good. And make it fun. Be a ray of sunshine for somebody. Put fun stuff out there. People like to laugh. Uh, I make people laugh all the time. It's kind of crazy when I answer the phone. You usually get a, a huge energy buzz, and um, people laugh as soon as they as soon as they call me. So it's stuff like that that gives people excitement. Um, the energy is everything. Don't be scared to do the video and just put yourself out there. No. And so as we wrap up here, you know, what's next for Scott Hudspeth? So um, I got some big things coming that I personally can't talk about, but uh, more, Ooh, more or less. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. It'll be out. Um, it's probably going to be two to three months, but it's coming. So uh, something I've worked very hard for and uh, you know, all my partners involved were doing some really cool things. So I'm excited to share. But I think my goal every single day that I wake up is to help one person realize that they're worth more than they really know they even are capable of being worth. Um, and if I can just get somebody yes. to step outside their comfort zone and be comfortable being uncomfortable, um, that's the hardest part. I put myself in an uncomfortable situation, getting on this podcast, totally uncomfortable, right? But I'm not going to not do it just because I'm scared. Like so many, like so many people hide behind, oh man, I, I would never do that, or I'm never going to do video, or I'm never going to speak, or whatever. Um, I think you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable, and you need to, the only way to do that is to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable that allow you to like step outside that comfort, the uh, you know they, they say that success lies outside the comfort zone. Um, it is so 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 true, and I just I just every day I try to get somebody to step outside that line, and man, when they do, it's amazing because the confidence grows, uh, and it's just so fun to see the difference in somebody once they see that nothing bad's gonna happen, and good th- many 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 good things happen, and then the biggest thing I want to leave you with is be open to success, like. Ask the universe, like be open to anything that's going to come at you and be open to conversations and be looking for opportunities when it comes to relationships and referrals and business partners. And it's just amazing when you open your mind to it and you're open to it and you look for it and you ask for it, what comes into your life. Like you're calling me to be on this podcast. Like, like yeah, how long has it been since we talked? Like way too long, you know? And we were close. We've, done, we've had some major personal conversations together and here we are. I don't know. It's been two or three years at least. And now we're back on a, you know, back doing some good stuff for people and putting good information out there. It's, it's awesome. It is awesome. And we are going to provide the links to uh, all, everything that you're doing so that people can check it out. It could help them in their business. Awesome. And I'm excited. we just appreciate, we appreciate you coming on because, you know, it's how Andre and I found each other and our, our lives have been enriched because of it. And I mean, you guys were a huge part of our success. And I think you could help a lot of people. I, yeah, I really no think question. anyone listening, it doesn't matter what industry they're in, they can learn from your example. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be, just follow your passion. Like, like we, like 86,400, we have 86,400 seconds in a day, every single day. You can't make more of it. You can't, you can't roll it over. You can't invest in it. And man, if you're doing something like, here's what I hate is, did you know that Nine, God, I don't even know the number, but, but it's a huge number. 90% of the people in the U.S. like live for the weekend, which means that over 60% of their lives they hate. 60% of their lives they hate because they live for the weekend. They live for Friday. So all I can ask is, man, like we don't, you don't get a second tomorrow. There's no someday on the calendar. Live with what like, excites you and gets you excited and makes you smile and makes you laugh. Otherwise, don't do it. Like, life is too short, you know? So... I, I love all of those things, Scotty, especially so many things that you've said today. And thank you so much for just being uh, a leader in, uh, in this industry, because so many people need to hear your message. And I think people need to understand that they need to be open to success and everything that they want is on the other side of being uncomfortable. And, you know, don't go work at a job that you're not happy or passionate about. Go follow your passion. You know, one of my favorite lines is put the mission before the commission. Everything else will come. Yeah, you although know? you touch base, that. but um, yep. thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. And we're going to, like Megan said, we're going to post all of the links to the books and how they can reach you and contact you because um, if, if business owners or entrepreneurs or leaders don't know who you are, they really need to need to know who you are. 
Good times. Thank you guys so much, Dre and uh, Megan. I appreciate you guys. Uh, sincerely, I love what you guys are doing, and uh, I hope that you help thousands and thousands. If you light somebody else's candle, so they can light somebody else's. So good stuff. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you, Scotty, so much. Hey, collaborators. I just wanted to say I appreciate any and all of you out there who have joined Andre and I on this journey and sharing just the lessons and the people we've met along the way. And it would mean the world to us if you would hit that subscribe button, leave us a review, and more than anything, getting some feedback from any of you that are starting a business. If you have a business and you have questions or needs or a specialty you want to share, you can reach out to us on our website at thecolablife.com and our Instagram handle as well, The Colab Life. You can also find us on Facebook or YouTube at The Colab. And you can email us at hello at thecolablife.com. Thanks again for joining us and stay tuned next week.